the college football experience, Louisville Cardinals 2022 season preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet, get two. Hundred dollars in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their brand new over under game. Just head over to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. Yes, IP Vanish is the official VPN of SGPN, and they're offering 70% off if you go to IPVanish.com slash SGP. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by SGPN Discord. Yes, make sure to check out our new Discord server, the perfect place to interact and sweat out bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. My name is Colby Swiggin' Database Dad, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick, this is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows. Double the price, but no one touches Dundee. Ho 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 ho! Let's go to the shack! Talk a little Louisville football. Oh yeah. I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for Farmer, former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, oh, 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 oh. you know it's always fun talking shop, talking football. We love this thing. Subscribe, folks. Subscribe on YouTube as we break down all 131 teams in the college football FBS solo podcast for each and every team in the land. Uh, subscribe wherever you get podcasts too. Come on, there's there's two sides of this coin. All right, wherever you're listening to podcasts, subscribe to the College Football Experience, and also remember to subscribe to the College Basketball Experience. Oh yeah, we talk college basketball year round over there. We talk college football year round over here and. What Kenny Payne, new head coach of Louisville? Uh oh, uh oh. Think good things are happening in Louisville. So will they return to championship form? That's what I'm saying. Back to the purpose. Ellison days, Patty C. But let's. This is a football episode. Let's talk football because not only is Scott Satterfield, he's on the hot seat, but the guy's been recruiting really well since the NIL has gone become a thing over the past couple months. There's a buzz. There's a buzz, and I can't wait to check out some of these games going on at the shack. Oh yeah, 
Oh yeah, the house that uh, Papa John's built. Yes, switched over to Shack. That's why we call it the Shack, Patty C. Um, look, I mean, I actually think, I know it seems like, I mean, I guess we'll dive into this in a bit, but I, I actually think this might be a better team than we realize. It's weird because the talent seems to have slipped. They seem to be going in the wrong direction, but from a talent standpoint, which we'll get to, but I think their, their product may be improving. And I think you're right on the verge of a, a nice season here. Yeah, and I, I know I have the the Satterfield graphic there. He's eighteen and nineteen at Louisville, and I wanted to open up with that. He's on the hot seat, but he's landing some big time recruits right now. Uh, specifically, uh, Ruben Owens out of Texas, five star recruit. I think they got a guy out of California too. Number one running back yeah. in the nation. Uh, yeah, they did. He's been. I thought he was a five star before, but DeAndre Moore Jr. four star from like. Pittsburgh, California or something, yeah, right? The number 10 wide receiver in the country. Yeah. So they're doing quite, quite the deal there. So Satterfield uh, 65 and 35 in eight years overall, but that's his app state days, just 18 and 19 at Louisville. But year one, he over, he really over, uh, overachieved. They were only projected to win like two games kind of, you know, sputtered a little bit. There was a thing. He almost took the South Carolina job. I know fans were not happy with that, but what do you think of Scott Satterfield, Patty C? Um, you know, the jury's out. The jury is out. A lot of his career uh, spent at App State. So he kind of walked into a comfortable situation there. Um, was he was the head coach there from 2013 to 2018. So I guess he did what would you say his uh his his impact on App State was? He It was fantastic. He was pretty impactful. Yeah. He was pretty impactful. And, and when you consider his 2019 season, they were only projected to win like two or three games. They went eight and five. What beat Mississippi State in a bowl game, right? Yeah. So if you really throw out the COVID year, the COVID year they they were four and seven, right? Yeah. And I mean, that's another thing. They've had a knack for losing close games lately. Uh, in 2020, they lost to Pitt by three on the last second uh, situation. There, they lost to Notre Dame by five, right? They lost to Boston College by seven, Virginia Tech by seven. That's four games they lost uh, by a, a score or less, right? Pretty well, last year competition too. Last year they lost uh, what w- one, two, three, four. So they've lost eight games in two years by a score or less. Yeah. So I I, I think he might be a bit better than the record indicates. But he's got to win these games. I mean, that's the reality of college football these days: is that you got to win, and you got to win now. So, well, obviously his background, ranging from wide receiver, running back, quarterback, coach, offensive coordinator, et cetera, et cetera, is on the offensive side of the ball. His specialty, that has been the strength. Uh, freaking uh, Malik Cunningham has been excellent. You know. Yeah, and he's back for his senior year. We're going to talk a lot about him. But Lance Taylor's the offensive coordinator. And and actually Lance Taylor's pretty good offense coordinator, I think. Forty first in scoring offense the season ago, twenty second in rush offense, sixty fifth in pass offense, charting at the twenty first best offense in the country, Patty C. So it's not the offensive side of the ball. And I actually think if you if you are, you know, high on the Cardinals this year. Well, actually I think uh Lance Taylor's coming in. Oh yeah, that's right. Taylor's coming in. What am I talking about? He was at Notre yeah. Dame yeah, though, yeah, yeah. so yeah, he he came over. I think I'm thinking, I don't know. I got it mixed up, but um, either way, uh, he's, uh, his work at Notre Dame 
pretty impressive. Yeah, got him to a college football playoff as the offensive coordinator, right? Wh- which is or, interesting. Or not as the uh, Re- Re- God, I'm all over the place too. Reese was the OC, but uh, he was the running back, running back coach over there. And and the ground game was 22nd in the nation Tyron last year. Williams so walking all in, over the field. It, well, yeah. no, for Louisville it was 22nd in the nation, but but I do think they're going to be better this year. And a lot of that has to do with Malik Cunningham. How many rushing touchdowns? Twenty rushing touchdowns. <laughs> uh, I'm looking at uh, within the conference. Let me pull that stat up. Uh, first in the conference by a mile. I, I listen to a lot of other uh, platforms, and that you know, a lot are quick. I I, I will agree that the ACC seems like quarterback con- like the co- number one quarterback conference in the in the country right now. And but you know, everyone's quick to say Ryan Van Dyke or Devin Leary. As the best quarterbacks in the ACC, maybe uh, Sam Hartman gets it's a, a little left out, but uh, Phil Jerkovic gets mentioned in there. I actually think players or you know quarterbacks like Brandon Armstrong and Malik Cunningham. I'm sorry, I'll take Malik Cunningham over Devin Leary. Well, you know what's insane is that Malik Cunningham with his uh, twenty or twenty rushing touchdowns, which yeah. is tied with Brees Hall for fourth in the nation, right? Unbelievable. That, that's with yeah. running backs and quarterbacks. This is like okay. Uh, Freaking Lamar Jackson 2.0. No one wants to say it because they want to. They don't want to like have a repeat player, but acknowledge it. He's essentially Lamar Jackson 2.0. Twenty rush down, rushing touchdowns, nineteen passing touchdowns, only six interceptions. Yeah, those are Heisman numbers. Yeah, and he's he's back for his senior season, folks. That's what I'm saying. There's a lot of re- if you're a Louisville Cardinal football fan. I actually think you should be really excited for this upcoming season. But but that's how stacked the ACC is in the preseason. But who, who would you rather have? Prognostication. I'm looking at. He's not in who, the who? top four. He's not even fourth team. Larry and Van Dyke are st- and Jerkovic are stealing a lot of the hype, and I think Brandon Armstrong and Cunningham are getting completely yeah I undervalued. Would take, uh, Cunningham over Leary. Yes. Yeah, over Leary. Yes. I mean, we're not talking NFL. We're talking about for college football. I would much rather have Malik Cunningham rank the ACC quarterbacks for us real quick. Well, uh, the Hartman angle is tough. <sighs> I would put Brandon Armstrong number one. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I would probably put. Man, it's tough because you have even Keaton Slovis at Pitt. You have a lot of decent quarterback play. I even like Grant Wells at Virginia Tech. Um, I would say one Armstrong. Two Cunningham, three Hartman, four Van Dyke, five Jerkovic, six Leary. Well, let me tell you what I'm looking at. (laughs) It's tough, man. National leaders in uh, total yards per play. Uh, Brandon Armstrong, number six in the country at 7.9. Malik Cunningham, number seven in the country at 7.8. And then the next ACC quarterback that was there last year was. Kenny Pickett at seven point seven. So, Kenny Pickett is yeah. the top quarterback picked in the draft. Armstrong and Cunningham ab- ahead of him in terms of like an important statistical figure there. So, let's give Malik Cunningham the credit he deserves. Yeah, and he's back for his senior year. Like I said, I think how do you see? You look at this. Uh, running back Tyon Evans comes in from Tennessee. I think that was a great get in the portal. He's pro- their projected starter. We're going to talk more on the portal in a bit. Uh, one of three wideouts are back, and I think that's where you circle. Okay, they lost a couple guys to the pros. They lost a guy to, to, to in the portal to Bama. Two uh, receivers in the first three rounds drafted. Not bad, yeah. Louisville. Uh, and 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 obviously the the transfer to Bama we'll get to in a second. But Brayton Smith being that guy, and then Patty C. I don't know if you've paid attention to this tight end, but I have in DFS because he's a fucking beast. Marshawn Ford is back. 
first team preseason all conference. He is a beast. Um, so Cunningham, Evans, Braden Smith, Marshawn, uh, Marshawn Ford, just that right there. I'm buying in. And then four of five offensive linemen are back. You always circle that, Patty C. This That's was huge. They were 21st in offense last year, and they're bringing back all of that. Mm. I, I'm a little high on this offense. I thought Scotty Satterfield was on the hot seat. I think he is. He yeah. is. He is. But he is. things are looking right from like we said, recruiting and then returning talent. People are already calling uh for, for Jeff Brom to be there, but we'll see. And apparently Jeff Brom is calling for himself <laughs> to be there. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh on the defensive side of the ball, and this is where I got a little bit confused when I talked about the offense coordinator, but Brian Brown is back as the DC. But they went out and brought and got Wesley McGriff. So, you know, two cooks in the kitchen now, two co-defensive coordinators, McGriff, uh, they're going to have to p- fix the defense. The defense was the clear cut weakness last year on this team. Uh, 77th in scoring defense, 76th in rush defense, 95th in pass defense. And that's McGriff's specialty here. 84th in total defense. If they can just get better defensively, this team could be a contender in the ACC. Patty C you heard it here first. Uh, they got one of three starters back on the defensive line. That's Yaya. Uh, Diaby, nice. I pronounced that correctly. Thank you. But uh, he's actually really good, and uh, I also think Ashton uh, uh, Gillette is is one to keep an eye on too. Nice the defensive line. Uh, we'll talk more. The portal might have oh, added yeah. some key additions. Hello, and we'll talk about. Uh, well, yeah, we'll get there. Uh, two of three are back in the linebacking core, led by Monty Montgomery. Great name. Uh, and three of four back in the secondary led by safety, Kendrick Duncan, but the secondary was a glaring weakness a season ago. Patty C can this defense get better is the question. They need to Yasir uh, Abdullah uh, linebacker second in the ACC in sacks, I believe behind Jermaine Johnson. That's a nice little nugget. Yes. To have returning. Yes. You would think they would have to return. What was their uh, ranking last year for total defense? Yeah. 84th. They got to be the better. Country. They got to be better. Come on, Louisville. I mean, when you're facing th- those ACC quarterbacks, it is tough. There are some good offenses in the ACC. Clemson's not one of them, but uh, you know, a bunch of others are. So, yeah, I'm telling you, man. I think it's going to be very interesting. We're going to talk transfer portal. Louisville was very active, both in receiving and also departing. They were basically more active than like the JFK airport. Patty C <laughs> that's what um, we would expect out of Louisville. Yes. Yes. That's true. Uh, we're going to talk transfer portal. We're going to talk uh, recruiting rankings. We're going to talk uh, the Vegas expectation. We're going to go game by game on the schedule. Um, but first I got to get us paid. All right. I want to tell you that the college football experience, Louisville Cardinals, 2022 season preview episode. On the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet, get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy in Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their brand new over under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. At sleeper.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. IP Vanish is the official VPN of SGPN, and they're offering 70% off uh, if you go to ipvanish.com slash SGP. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by SGPN Discord. Yes, make sure to check out our new Discord server, the perfect place to interact and sweat out bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. 
And we're also brought to you by Trade Coffee. Yes, Trade Coffee connects customers to the freshest and best tasting coffee they've ever made at home by partnering with the country's best craft roasters. Uh, it's expert tasted coffee. Trade Coffee's team actually taste test thousands of coffees to keep, and they keep over 450 different kinds alive and ready to ship out to you every single day. There's no one perfect coffee, Patty C, mm. but there is a perfect coffee for you. All right. And trades human pa- uh, powered algorithm will find it for you. Absolutely fantastic. Right now, trade is offering new subscri- new subscribers, a total of $30 off your first order. Plus free shipping. When you go to drinktrade.com slash SGP, that's more than 40 cups of coffee for free people get started today by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com slash SGP and let trade find you a coffee that you'll love. That's drinktrade.com slash SGP. There's something about that trade coffee ad that gets me excited every time. Got it. Got it. Well, there's something about this, this Louisville Cardinal team that's getting me excited. All right. It's easy to see a tide turn. Come on. The transfer portal, Patty C. What do we got? Long snapper, shy coach half coming in from Arkansas state. Yeah. Always great to have a good long snapper. End of end of episode. All right. No, I'm joking. Uh, uh, here's one though. Jermaine Lowell coming in from Arizona state. I mean, that is a big get on the defensive line. Patty C called Rubino devil's digest. Uh, devil's well, digest. Huh? Yes, sir. Where are you located? My man <laughs> right here in Tempe. Okay. <laughs> uh, look, he says the last Jermaine with a Y defensive end that transferred to an ACC school from another power five school <laughs> first round draft pick, right? There you go. Uh, Florida State, Jermaine Johnson, right? Yep. Uh, Arizona State, Jermaine Lowell. Yeah, and I think Lowell could be a difference maker. What do they got to do is beef up this defense, and you can tell it. It was a clear uh, goal of theirs this offseason in the portal. Like I said, Jermaine Lowell, Arizona State. I think he could be a difference maker on that D line, getting in there, adding some depth. Cornerback Jarvis Brownlee Jr. coming in from Florida State. Patty C. Big mm, get there. Nice. Um, safety Nick, uh, Nicario Harper from Southern Miss. Cornerback Quincy Riley. This was a huge get from Middle Tennessee. He was All Conference First Team mm. Conference USA cornerback. Nice kicker Cole, who sang from Michigan. Can never have too many good kickers, Patty C. I know they're well, returning their kicker. They need some little, improvement little camp, from them, though. Little battle in camp. Yeah. How about cornerback Jaden Williams from USC? Jaden, I've never yeah. heard that name before. Yeah, uh, Jaden Williams from U. Hey, you're getting Michigan and USC transfers. That's good. And and Arizona State and Florida State uh, wide receivers circle this one. I watch a lot of FCS college football. Tyler Hudson from Central Arkansas. He was all FCS, all American last year. That is a huge get, in my opinion. Huge get. I think he can play. Safety MJ Griffin from Temple. He was a starter at Temple. I think that's a good get. Linebacker Muhammad Sonogo from Old Miss, Patty C. Nice. Strengthening that defense. Running back Tyon Evans from Tennessee, which I talked about. Great get. And then don't sleep on this one. D Wiggins, wide receiver from Miami nice. coming in. You know what I like about your, uh, your, your discussion here. What's that? The the guy you gave the most hype to was the FCS transfer, but he's proven it. FCS all yes. American and, and Quincy Riley, the cornerback all conference USA first team. I think those guys were outstanding gets by Satterfield. Now they did lose some, some, some names here right now, still in the portal offensive tackle, Timothy Lawson, uh, also tight end Blake Nelson. But this was the big one. Tyler Harrell left for Alabama. I know there was speculation with tampering in this situation. I'm just going to go ahead and say it's probably true. All right. <laughs> There's no police in college football right now. So that is probably 100% fucking true. Wide receiver Reese Jesse is in the portal. Uh, they did. What's great is they go out and they get Quincy Riley from Middle Tennessee. 
and they go out and get uh, the the corner from Florida State, and they got the linebacker from Ole Miss, right? But look who it's kind of like they had some trades in the offseason uh, because they lost. Well, first off, they lost running back Aiden Robbins to UNLV. They lost cornerback uh, Kenny Walker to Oklahoma. Wide receiver Demetrius Cannon's in the portal as well. They lost Greedy Vance to to Florida State. They basically traded cornerbacks with Florida State. Um, they also lost uh, Jadarian Boykin to MTSU and linebacker Zay Peterson. They brought their all the all cornerback all conference USA cornerback from MTSU. They lose those two to MTSU. Which two were they again? Uh, Jadarian Boykin, uh, uh, edge rusher, and uh, linebacker Zay Peterson. Okay, I think uh, that's an upgrade. You get an all-conference guy coming. Yeah, in? I think I think they they that's won that. Win. They lost linebacker Nick Okiki to uh, Southern Illinois. Shout out to Stone Labanowitz, legendary quarterback there. Um, they uh, lost athlete uh, Gregory Desrosier, uh to uh, I'm probably butchering that to UMass. They lost wide receiver Justin Marshall to Buffalo. Tight end Desmond Daniels is in the portal. Uh, they like, this is what I mean. Jordan Watkins wide receiver to Ole Miss, but they get Ole Miss's uh, linebacker, linebacker, Muhammad Sanogo. I think the offense will be fine. They did lose running back Hassan hall, who I like to Georgia tech. And they lost safety Br- uh, Braylon Oliver to Syracuse who they'll play <laughs> week one. So all in all Patty C, even though that shit was, there was hot traffic on both sides of the, of the road there. I think they won it, and I think they really won it. Well, the uh, the incoming transfer portal rankings, which is all it's based on, we have to reiterate, suggest you are accurate in your assessment because 18th nationally in the transfer portal. I think it might even be better than that because number I, three yeah. in the conference. So look, I think Wiggins and Hudson at wide receiver are gonna get their burn, right? Yeah. I think the wide receiver position they're fine. If they might even be better than they were a season ago, which is uh, you know. A crazy statement. D. Wiggins, great name. Yeah. Then obviously the running back Tyon Evans, I think, is an upgrade at the running back position. So I think they got better there. And then when you add in what the what was their problem? Oh, the especially the secondary, but also they get stronger on the defensive line with adding Lowell from Arizona State. They got stronger the linebacking core, adding Sonogo from Ole Miss, but then the secondary, they really went after that thing. They got cornerback uh, Jarvis Brownlee Jr., which I know they lost uh, Greedy Vance, so that's that's a whatever you want to call that. Push. Yeah. Uh, but safety Nicario Harper from from Southern Miss, the all uh, all conference corner from uh, Conference USA, Quincy Riley coming in, Jaden Williams from USC as a corner, safety MJ Griffin who's played at Temple. I think they won this thing, and even adding the kicker depth. Uh, giving themselves, you know, a little competition with the, with a kicker as they they're in so many close games over the past yeah. two years, especially since uh, their kicking game was suspect. Thirteen out of twenty field goals made. You want to see a little bit better than that? Seven uh, Power Five transfers coming in and two All Conference slash All American from the uh, CUSA slash FCS ranks. Yeah, That's I think it's pretty great good. good. That's pretty good. And if you look, you know, what is projecting like what All First Team. You know, Marshawn Ford is a first team. I I think you could argue Malik Cunningham is a first team player. Easy. Yeah. Uh, Caleb Chandler on the offensive line. Also Renato Brown uh, on the defensive side of the ball. Cornerback uh, Catrell Clark. I think he's a guy that to keep an eye out on. Same with Yasir Abdullah. Jermaine Lowell, I alluded to the transfer. Uh, safety Kendrick Duncan. I mean, th- this team might be r- a lot better. Even your, their kick returner, Jawar Jordan, gets into it. Patty, see, talk to me about recruiting. Uh, well, this team has had some ebbs and flows. 
um, starting in 2018 and moving forward 30, then all the way to 71, right? So yeah. within the conference seven and then down to 14, which is dead last, you know, 2019, which is the senior class right now, not the fifth year seniors, the fourth year seniors was the worst class in the ACC, but then they improved 44, 41, 36. Um, the composite ranking has slipped over the last uh, four cycles. Obviously we don't have the 2022 numbers. Well, 2022 yet. numbers. I think are going to be bouncing back. Yeah. The transfer yeah. portal, a massive thing there, but uh, 39, 38, 51, and then 60 within the conference that seven, seven, nine, 11. I think they're better than the 11th most talented team in the conference. And I think they have the pieces in place, specifically Malik Cunningham. And he's such an important part of this team. Yeah. You know that if he stays healthy though, they're way more talented than the 11th best team in the con uh, conference. This team can, I mean, look, this program can really come up. I really think they could with the NIL and everything. Yeah. I We've mean, I'm telling you, they've had talented players in the past quarterback. You is this quarterback. You with Johnny Unitas, Browning Nagel, Dave Ragone, Lamar that. Jackson. Didn't you say uh, Jeff Brom? I didn't even say Jeff Brom or Brian Brom. That All those Broms. All right. Boom. And I mean, this is a rich program, Patty C. They do. They Colby do. Smith, remember him at running back? That was a force. There you go. Ernest huh. Givens, you were an Ernest Givens guy, right? Sure, I love Ernest. Dion Branch, who was the? Uh, they had some players. They had Ray a, Buchanan, a linebacker who got uh, no, Calvin Pace, the safety. No, who is no, the not edge? Calvin Pace. Calvin Pryor. Yeah. Calvin Pryor. Who yeah. is the uh, Elvis Doomerville? Yeah, I mean, they had some players, man. This team, this is a program that could really come up in the NIL era. Patty C. Las Vegas is expecting them to only win six and a half games, somewhere between six and seven. What's your first take on that? Mm, I mean, without like first reaction, without diving in, kind of what you projected. About right, yeah. Okay, well, let's see about this. I want to. I'm just going to pull up. And see the the juice currently. Obviously, this is always moving around. I feel like, uh, so they are actually leaning. It's it's the under is minus one twenty five. They are leaning to and the over is plus one hundred five. They're leaning to a six and six season. Las Vegas is expecting six and six Satterfield, which will probably get them fired. Uh, we'll see. Let's hop into this. The schedule I actually think kind of tough um, in a way. Let's hop into it. Week one. They're going up to that stupid, filthy dome in upstate New York. Uh, Syracuse not realizing that they, their advantage is the fact they are in cold weather. Can we real t yeah. real quick before we get into this talk about last year? Yeah. Okay. The Ole Miss loss, right? They had five losses last year. Ole Miss lost. No, Didn't they have losses, like a bunch losses. of players kicked out of that game for targeting or something? Or I feel like something happened in that game. Now Ole Miss whooped their ass. But Ole Miss still. did whip their ass, and I remember sitting there drunk by myself, screaming at the TV. <laughs> I was like, "Come on, Louisville!" But anyway. Uh, they got whooped by Ole Miss. Ole Miss was great last year. Ten win, first ten win season ever at Ole Miss. Not bad. Yeah. Uh, at Wake Forest, who won what eleven last year? One, uh, played for the ACC championship. Yeah, yeah, a three point loss against Virginia, a one point loss. Brandon Armstrong and that high powered, high octane. Actually, Virginia got lucky as hell to win that game. I remember watching oh, that. Virginia game. got lucky two weeks in a row. That was incredible. Against Miami lucky. and yeah. against Louisville. Yeah. I feel like they got some uh, bullshit penalty calls against Louisville. Yeah. Um, now, uh, a 15 point loss at NC State, who is good, but then a six point loss against Clemson. They should have won. They were at the four, uh, Clemson had a goal line stand to to win that game. Yeah, you said four plays inside For inside the, the five, inside like the six five. maybe. I don't know, something like and that. Louisville couldn't convert, so that's loss number four. And then they did get throttled by Kentucky. 
Mm. Ouch. Got to fix that. And then in the uh, bowl game, a three point loss against a 10 win air force team. Yeah. They're, they're not that far off from some, they're some probably more better wins. than their record indicates. Now they, yeah. they do play six road games, Patty C that's unheard of six road games. I mean, their wins, by the way, were also mostly pretty darn good um, last year. Six road games is tough. And especially two sets of back-to-back away. They start the season with back-to-back away games. Patty C they are at the, that, that filthy dome that I was speaking of earlier, taking on the Syracuse orange men, Patty C who are you taking here? Uh, well, Schrader uh, Syracuse's quarterback, Garrett Schrader, former Mississippi state. He is yeah. a difference maker that kind of makes me interested in Syracuse this year. He's kind of got a little, uh, not Lamar Jackson, a little Malik Cunningham in him, a little bit of both of them. A little bold, but yeah, he's fast as shit. That quarterback, sure he's white, so it kind of limits it a little bit. But yeah, it is a little bold. But I think he's uh, he does have some wheels, so that makes this game interesting, especially in that dome. I'm gonna lean Louisville. I am too, but I, it wouldn't surprise me. I, I think it's gonna be a firework opener. Give me Louisville one and zero. Yeah. All right, short week back to back away. They go to the moon bounce down in Orlando to take on the UCF very golden Knights. Bad combination, short week and back to back road, especially in two hostile environments. Revenge spot for UCF. I got UCF winning this. I do too. John Rice Plumley too much. How about exciting quarterbacks on Louisville <laughs> schedule? That's true. So one and one Patty C they, they, this is on a Friday night, nationally televised game back at the shack. Take it on the Florida State Seminoles. They beat Florida State a year ago, and guess what? We already did our Florida State preview. Go listen to it. But I called for Louisville to win this game because I think Louisville's just a much better team right now. Uh, they got players. Florida State. I still don't see players when I watch. I want to see the recent history of this rivalry. Winners of two in a row and four of the last six against uh, Florida State. Unbelievable, including including that forty three point slacking uh, slacking yeah. that uh, uh, Lamar Jackson put on. I expect Louisville to win this one again. So I got him two and one. Imagine that five and two in the last seven against Florida state, Dude, Florida state's an afterthought now in college football. Unbelievable. Uh, then they're taking on the South Florida bulls coming to coming to Cardinal stadium, Jeff Scott's bunch. Maybe, uh, maybe they, I don't know what to make of Jeff Scott as a coach yet. It's not passing the test, but Maybe they'll be better Doesn't this year. USF have that quarterback coming back though. He was, yeah, a, freshman was a freshman last, last year. year developed yeah. right at the end of the His year. Name McLean, I think. Yet again, that's that be, yeah. That's I mean, Florida State. Depending on Travis, uh, uh, what's his last name? The quarterback there. Uh, on his name. Jesus, I'm drawing a blank on it too. Either way, know. he's semi exciting, but not nearly as much as these other guys. Louisville is going to be in some exciting games early on. Then it kind of dropped. Well, actually, fucking Boston College of Virginia. But either way, I expect them to beat USF at home. So three and one. Yeah, Travis Hunter is it? No, no, Travis Hunter is the recruit they lost. Tra- yeah, Jordan Travis. Jordan Travis. Jordan Travis. That's what it is. That's why. Um. Anyway, uh, I got him three and one in the month of September. You? I do too. Three and one. So look, then you just need four wins, and you're good. Well, Saturday, October first, they head to Alumni Stadium, Patty C. Chestnut Hill to take on Boston College. Man. That's a tough game. That is. A tough this is game. a back-to-back away stretch. They go. They go at BC, then at Virginia. How about this, Patty C? I, I got them going one and one in that stretch. I am tempted to have that. They are eight and six all time against uh, Boston College. Uh, two and two and one in the last three, and they've been playing every year. So they 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 beat them by fourteen last year. This one in Boston College. It's gonna be a close game. I'll give them one and one in that stretch. 
Yeah, one and one. So that would put us at what four and two. Yeah, and then they get their bye week, and then they host Pitt at Cardinal Stadium. Man, that's a tough game. That is a tough game. It's a fifty-fifty game, though. Pitt was, uh, I believe, significantly better, but they didn't play them last year. They um, get three straight home games here: Pitt, Wake Forest, and James Madison. They're Ill- winning at those least th- one of those. I think they're going to get two. They might get two. That would put them at six. Six, and then they're at Clemson Memorial Stadium. That's a loss. Yeah. So that will have them then what? Six. Have and they beaten four? Clemson yet? Didn't we just look at that? No, step? they haven't. They've had a lot of close calls. Since they've joined the ACC, yeah. they have not beaten Clemson. So six and four, they're home to NC State and at Kentucky. I think they go seven and five. You going six and six? It's tough, man. I want to give them the over, but uh that do you have them beating? You're wearing a JMU shirt and hat. Are they beating JMU? No, they're not beating JMU. I mean, <laughs> I think we just did the JMU preview and I predicted them to beat them, but yeah. fuck you, Louisville, and all <laughs> you fans out there. You're going to take a, a very bad L when, when we come to your house. Oh, uh, man. Let's, let, that's, that, that's right there. That is, uh, where's this at? Uh, Patty C, I got him seven and five, maybe eight and four. Uh, I need to see a little more. Give me six and six on the under Patty sees on the under I'm on the over with the card. I, I feel like I've been on a stretch of a bunch of overs in a row here. I don't know, buddy. I'm just going to, I'm just calling it. Like buddy, I see it. Let, right? me, let me, let me, I just call it. Like I see, let it. me talk you down here. Let's, let's talk about the team that was last year and assume everything is the same. If they're the same team that showed up last year, right. And everyone else is the same team that showed up last year. What would you expect them to be? They would lose to Kentucky. Probably seven and five. They would. Did they play NC State last year? What was the result of that? They game? lost in Raleigh, though. This is they in, lost by this two is touchdowns. This at the Shack. Okay. Lost against Clemson. Did they beat Wake? What Could was they it? beat Clemson? Yeah, I'm not sold on Clemson. Barely. Let me ask you this: What Wake. is the guaranteed loss? I would think Clemson. I would think Clemson and UCF, right? But I, I don't they think beat UCF, UCF. Is its guaranteed loss? Is you, I, dude? Clemson's not. I mean, that is a tough place to win. But I'm saying, like, that their offense was I think horrible. Kentucky last year. looks like a guaranteed loss right now, based on last year. Yeah, I agree. Kentucky's been Especially more physical. on the road. Yeah, um, that's only two though. But UCF at on the road is a tough one. Um, so let's call that three. Other than that, a bunch of 50, 50 games, almost their entire schedule. I mean, how many games are guaranteed wins? Let me ask you that. that, that well, that's what I said. The schedule is kind of hard. I, I would argue that schedules like this are harder than when you see, like, I, I get it. There's some great schedules out there where they got to go through the big 10 uh, East or the sec West. But if you have at least four layups or three, like Kentucky does a great job of doing three or four layups, yeah. right? Not I, a lot of layups on. This yeah, game. that's what I'm saying. Like your your easiest game is South Florida, who we know is a talented team, but Jeff Scott struggled. But besides that, every other team is solid. I mean, they housed Syracuse 41 to three last year. But it's at Syracuse. Let's pencil in that in as a win. Okay, so South Florida and Syracuse are the guaranteed wins. JMU maybe, JMU, but JMU they probably have an edge on. Let's be honest. I don't. I still think it's a good team. I expect JMU be to be in a bowl. Of, you know what I mean? So JMU's held up pretty decently against ACC competition lately. Um, but let's give them the win there. We'll say three, three pretty sure wins. And then I don't think at Syracuse is a sure win. Well, if it was hosting Syracuse, I would say it's a sure win going up to that fucking filthy dome 
Sure, it's, it's a little tougher. Yeah. It's a little tougher. But forty-one to three last year. Give me, give me a, a Louisville on that one. Either way, we got three pretty sure wins, three pretty sure losses, and the rest are fifty-fifty. That sounds like a six and six team. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the over. Patty C's on the under. Folks, subscribe to the College Football Experience as we break down every single team in the land. We do this every year, all right? And subscribe on YouTube. You can watch. You can see our our beautiful, you know, noggins. All right, check it out. All right, what do you what do you got going on? All right, throw us up on the TV. Tell the wife, hey, we're not watching another episode of I don't know. Patty C, name me a shitty show out there. Uh, uh, family. Uh, what is that? Modern Family. <laughs> that's not. That's not shitty. I that's don't think. pretty shitty, man. Is it? I, I, I haven't even shitty. watched it. But Al I Bundy's watched it. In it. I got into it. For Isn't a Al Bundy in that? Uh, Ed, Ed, uh, I always support Al Bundy. All right, four touchdowns, one guy or one one game. Paul Kai. <laughs> Touche. Uh, I actually met him on set. Cool as fuck. Great guy. Did he's a black belt. He'll whoop your ass. Maybe Satterfield needs to recruit Al Bundy. All right. <laughs> Look, subscribe to the college football experience. Remember also subscribe to the college basketball experience. We're talking college basketball year round. Kenny Payne. Can't wait to see what you can do at the shack over there. Um, look, if you're on iTunes, give us a five-star review for the college football experience. Actually, if you're, what do you mean? If you're on iTunes, get, get over to iTunes, give us a five-star review. All right. If you do that, take a screenshot of your review. Find us on, on, on Twitter. And, and if you, you see this pennant here, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, we'll send you a t-shirt. That looks like that. By the way, we're on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. I'm on Twitter at D Colby D. If you send us that screenshot, that's how you get the free shirt. Patty C is on Twitter at Patty C831. Give him a follow. NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. We are the college football experience and the college basketball experience. Subscribe to both. Also check out all of our other podcasts. Me and Noah Beanick also host the college baseball experience. Louisville had a good, good team, fun team this year. Subscribe to that. Also all of our other platforms, the sports gambling podcast. Oh, we just had on uh, who Pat McAfee uh, over the, yeah, yeah, who else uh, is, who else this year? Yeah, Mike Leach, yeah, coach, Le- Mike Leach, Mississippi state head coach. We've had on uh, who, I mean, I don't know. Go Let's back. Get Scotty Eric Satterfield Metcalf, on. Scooby, Wright. Yeah. 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 We need to get Satterfield on. Uh, anyway, so check out the sports gambling podcast, check out the sports gambling podcast network, which is home to all of our podcasts. We also host the USFL gambling podcast. That's always fun. Shark dog. Yeah. Shout out to uh, that season as it was completed. We believe in football year round, but also the MLB gambling podcast. Check out that uh, the NBA gambling podcast. The, uh, the, I mean, what else Patty? See the soccer gambling podcast. we got the world cup in a few months. Zed run. Zed run Scott Bowser doing a great job there. The, the notorious OTB. If you're into horse racing, we're in Kentucky. We should mention that. Check out the notorious OTB podcast for horse racing. That is awesome. Uh, all that good stuff. So, all right, folks, this is the college football experience, Louisville Cardinal style. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. <laughs>